0: Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money podcast wherever you get your podcasts.
1: From Transport Topics in Washington, D.C., this is Road Signs. Here is your host, Seth Clevenger. Thank you for listening to Road Signs, the podcast series from Transport Topics that explores the trends and technologies that are shaping the future of trucking. In this episode, we're going to examine the evolution of data analytics in the transportation industry. Trucking companies are collecting more and more information about their operations, but how can they effectively harness that data to make their businesses smarter, safer, and more efficient? To answer that question, we're gonna speak with two experts in fleet management technology. Later in the program, we'll bring in Andrew Johnson, Chief Marketing Officer at PrePass Safety Alliance. But first, we're excited to welcome Chris Orban, Vice President of Data Science at Trimble Transportation. Thanks for joining us, Chris. My absolute pleasure, thank you. So I'd like to hear your thoughts, Chris, on the growth and evolution of data analytics in trucking. You know, Some trucking companies are now gathering just a, a massive amount of data on their operations. So in many cases, it seems that the challenge today is no longer access to data, but finding the right ways to actually utilize it. So at Trimble, how do you think about that challenge of identifying the most important information and presenting it to the right person who can really use that information and uh, make better business decisions uh, when they have that information at their hands.
2: I I, I think you've you've called a couple of really, really great points here. One is that there is a huge amount of data about transportation, and not just on on the carrier side or the shipper side, truly around the entire supply chain. And you know whether that data is around the uh, the maintenance uh, requirements of a truck, or a driver's request for home time, or you know the the, the rate a shipper might be willing to pay for a lane. There's the data is out there, but how do we utilize it? How do we bring it all together to, as you say, you know, drive actions, make these better business decisions? Uh, at Trimble, we believe that the way to do that is to have a way to access the information in one place. We've chosen to leverage what we're calling the transportation cloud, which brings in data from shippers, from carriers, from 3PLs, from our trucks, from our driver preferences, from external systems like our Trimble Maps group, and brings that data into one place with the goal of driving those business decisions from that single source of data. And that's really what we believe is the first step from the Trimble standpoint is let's bring all the data together and curate it, find the right data to make these decisions.
1: Sure. And and when you look at uh, recent years in particular, one of the biggest trends that's been shaping software development, not just in trucking, but really across many different industries, is the use of AI and machine learning to help with that process of identifying trends in the data and just making business processes more efficient. So how are you applying AI and machine learning at Trimble? And how do you see this changing fleet management in the future? So you're you're again right
2: on the money, and 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 I'm I'm going to geek out about this a little bit because this is my job actually. Um, We are leveraging a, a whole team of data scientists who are working to solve. The problems that our industry has and they can be ones that seem you know fairly direct like the the matching of power to uh, loads you know the the optimization problem of you know making sure we, we assign the right driver and asset to the right freight to satisfy you know the driver's needs you know get them closer to their home uh, by the end of that load satisfy the, the business need to you know reduce empty miles minimize the chance of a, of a load being late and that is is done using optimization algorithms that are powered by machine learning Tools, machine learning processes. Um, so that's one way to make our business processes more efficient through the use of these technologies. But there's there, there there's really a, a limitless applications. You know, we know that our industry has inefficiencies that we can help to remove. And uh, you know, one of my passions is safety. And you know, using machine learning algorithms to identify those drivers who might need safety interventions is something that's very very important to me. Um, and, and I think that as we become more and more attuned to what our business processes are and, 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 and where the inefficiencies lie, we can use historical data to move forward and find the more proactive ways to take action.
1: Yeah. And you know, speaking of more proactive uh, ways of using data, I would like to discuss this uh, trend toward predictive analytics. You know, that's uh, been really a point of conversation in the industry for, for several years now. And one area where that's catching on is in the field of driver retention. So fleets right now especially are are really struggling to recruit professional drivers. And uh, when that's the case, that means it's even more important than ever for companies to, to retain their current drivers. So could you explain how predictive analytics can help fleets identify which drivers are actually most likely to leave the company how can they use that information to actually address those concerns before it's too late, and a, and a driver moves on uh, to another business? Uh,
2: again, you know, I, I, th- I think these are these are the kinds of questions that the industry has been thinking about for a little while, and we're finally getting to the point where we can start to apply some of the advanced technologies that might have been available in other industries to solve some of these problems. So, I look at the the analytics. Uh, process uh, in a couple of different stages. So fleets tend to do a great job today of reporting. The historical analysis, you know, my drivers left and the last five drivers who left were from Florida. So maybe I shouldn't hire any more drivers from Florida. Until you realize, you know, as you dive a little bit deeper into the analysis and maybe start pulling in some of the predictive power of other elements, that those five drivers who left from Florida only represented 2% of your total turnover. And in fact, your turnover number is higher from many, many other states. You should in fact recruit more drivers from Florida. So as you learn more about the why behind the scenes, you start to move into that predictive side of the equation. And now you're looking at things like Am I paying my drivers appropriately? Am I getting them the home time they need? Are there certain customers that are more closely tied to driver turnover than I thought about in the past? And once you get to that point, once you get to the predictive part, now we can take a step into the prescriptive side of things. And now we can take action to proactively prevent that churn. You know, is it finding a better bonus program? Is it, you know, finding drivers who are more likely to stay um, based on the length of haul that your your, uh, fleet has? Is it, you know, the, the drivers want to run on a particular type of equipment? Is it that they're more likely to stay if they work on certain accounts for a certain period of time? All of these things we have in our data, back to your very first question, we have this huge, rich source of data. We need to get there, get in front of our driver's concerns and start to take action proactively before the driver has a chance to, to make up their mind to go somewhere else.
1: Yeah. And you, you mentioned safety earlier in the discussion, and fleets are also using predictive analytics to help on the safety side as well. And that's uh, you know, a way to determine which drivers are most at risk of being involved in a crash, uh, so you can kind of associate this with driver scorecards. Uh, but tell us a little bit more about how Trimble is using data to help its customers improve safety in a proactive manner.
2: It's it's a huge passion of mine, and and thank you for asking the question. Um, you know, we do have. Scorecarding system, safety analytics that looks at you know the 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 critical events, the hard breaks, the roll stability control, uh, the 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 behavior of the driver, used hours of service to make estimates around fatigue levels and 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 help to bring those drivers to the top of your list to proactively intervene. But what's most exciting for me in this area is tying it into the machine learning question you asked earlier, where we believe that we can use things like video, things like the telematics data coming off the engine, which would include things as detailed as the the pedal pressure that a driver applies or, or the, 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 the time they spend in certain RPM bands to make a proxy for their driving behavior and then create custom coaching plans that could be delivered automatically to every driver at the end of their driving period. And these would not, by the way, be just negative interventions. It wouldn't be, oh, you are following too closely. Imagine being able to coach every single one of your thousand plus drivers on the fact that they had a positive experience. They prevented an accident by leaving more following distance. That heartbreak that normally would require a call from safety to have a negative conversation about was actually them preventing an accident when another driver cut them off. That's what's really exciting for me and something that we can take safety from that very reactive after the incident occurred into this proactive world, into this much more positive world.
1: Yeah, I think that uh, you know any way you can provide driver recognition, you know, can is not only helpful from a safety perspective, but also for a a driver retention perspective, especially now with such a a tight labor market. You know, we we always hear about a driver shortage and and driver recruiting struggles, but uh, now with uh, a a lot of freight growth, a lot of freight demand and uh, economic growth projected in in the coming months, uh, that's just more important than ever. And, you know, I also want to ask you about, one of the common problems for uh, transportation companies that have adopted a lot of technology over the years, uh, and that's that you know this problem with data sometimes becoming siloed or, or disconnected uh, because they're using multiple software platforms that aren't always connected in an optimal way. So, how are you working with your customers to help break down some of those barriers and and better connect uh, their various back office and in cab systems?
2: So now, now you're talking about some of the things that I have worked with for, you know, 15 16 years in the industry. Uh, and in the past what we had to do was actually do customer specific extracts, you know, pulling from these different silos, gathering the data into one place and then running analytics on it after the fact. And that was slow, it was labor intensive, you know, it was really really difficult to actually get to the right answer and it took a lot of time. Sometimes, you know, 6 months or a year before we could provide the first kind of insight, predictive power from a customer's data. Now, by using things like the transportation cloud, which is governed by a concept we're calling trust center, where a customer can actually choose which of their information from which silo is accessible to our systems at Trimble, and also to potential other partners and and other people who might want to connect to this data. That's the kind of thing that we believe is going to help break down the barriers. And and once everybody is playing in this transportation cloud marketplace, in in, in this connected supply chain that lets shippers and carriers choose what they want to share with each other in a free and fair way, that lets shippers and carriers and and other members of, of, of our industry interact with each other and help remove inefficiencies and really help make everybody more profitable, uh, be more successful, be safer, get our drivers home to see their families, all the things that we truly want to do as an industry. That's where we believe uh, that Trimble is going to be playing the, the, the most effective role in the near future.
1: From time to time, an issue commands so much of the industry's attention that it requires a deeper dive, a resource readers can turn to, a transport topic special report. We're turning our attention to another big issue, electrification and the key factors that will drive this industry trend. In every case, we're working to provide our readers with information, analysis and clarity on key issues confronting fleets. One comprehensive resource packed with insights that can give you the edge. Transport Topics invites you to learn more about our special reports. To reserve your copy of the latest special report, visit ttn.ws forward slash electrification. Were you able to catch our technology and maintenance virtual event, Retool? If not, you still have the opportunity to learn more about the intersection of equipment and technology in the trucking industry by watching the replay at ttn.ws forward slash retool05. Check it out to hear discussions about modern maintenance operations, emerging technologies, big picture trucking trends, and the launch of our new quarterly maintenance magazine, Calibrate, and our redesigned technology magazine, iTech. Don't miss this launch and learn special geared to your business. Trimble Transportation, of course, offers a a pretty extensive range of uh, different transportation technologies from uh, back-office software uh, to onboard technology in many different forms. Uh, But how do you balance your internal product development plans with this continued need to integrate with some of the other software uh, and, and systems that are provided by other technology suppliers in our industry?
2: I'm going to answer your question. Very, very selfishly, because the group that I uh, am privileged enough to lead is called Supply Chain Insights, and we are in fact, the, the products we build are hardware and software agnostic. Obviously we believe that we work better with Trimble transportation products and there's you know some, some speed to integration and, and speed to collaboration there. But truly, if you think about some of the things we've talked about, you know safety systems, uh, optimization systems, tools that can remove inefficiencies from our industry, those are things that that should be accessible in the cloud accessed through the connected supply chain, regardless of which telematic solution or or TMS you're on. Obviously, we would love to have everybody using Trimble products. But at the end of the day, if you want to know which one of your vehicles is most likely to have a maintenance issue, even if you're not a TMT customer, you can still access our vehicle health API, get information about our system. If you are a PeopleNet customer, if you're using Trimble uh, transportation hardware, there's basically no setup. You would just subscribe to that service. We already know where the data is going to go. We start to to score your vehicles and we give you results. So that's the kind of thing that as we develop our products in the future, we want to to subscribe to that sort of model. We want to make you better if you are using more Trimble solutions, but we don't ever want to limit you in terms of your choice uh, because there are a variety of uh, very, very strong technology suppliers to our industry.
1: Yeah. And as you know, of course, the the trucking industry is uh, very diverse in terms of the types of operations that are out there and and everybody has their own uh, unique application and uh, you know, the right answer is sometimes different for, for different companies, and, and they may prefer different types of technology to, to, to fit together uh, as an as integrated whole um, in their operations. Uh, but before I let you go, Chris, I, I'd really like to hear your thoughts on uh, where we're going, you know, the future of data analytics and trucking. Uh, so when you think ahead, say, 10 years from now, how do you envision uh, fleets using uh, all the data they're collecting uh, to, to really manage their operations in a better way.
2: I'm going to give a terrible answer for this because I am not nearly smart enough to think 10 years into the future. Um, that's a, that, that's a long way, and I think we could see a, a huge amount of changes uh, between now and then. That said, you know, in the in the near future, in the next couple of years, I see a move towards decision support, towards more autonomous decision making, which is not to say we want to remove the human being from the equation, but we want to let the computers do what computers are good at, i.e. process huge amounts of information, do the kind of uh, repetitive tasks, the things that, that the computers are really good at doing very, very quickly. And that frees the human beings up to do things like have those personal conversations with the driver who might be uh, at risk of leaving the company or might be a safety risk, or have that personal conversation with a shipper to say, you know, if, if we could... And <laughs> Change our appointment times around a little bit based on all this data we're seeing over the last, you know, six months. We could improve your service level. We could make sure that we had no detention time for our drivers. We could make sure that we were were safer coming in and out of your facility. That sort of thing. So uh, what I see is is really a, a complete adoption of data throughout our industry to keep removing these things that, that that cause trouble on both sides, right? That 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 cause both the shipper and the carrier pain. And again, as we bring these things together, as we connect more and more. Uh, of our shipper and carrier data and find these areas to improve, that's really where I see uh, data being used in the industry uh, over the next you know, three to five years.
1: Well, it'll certainly be fascinating to watch. Uh, I've been uh, in this industry, covering this industry for, for 10 years myself, and it's amazing how far we've come in those 10 years. Uh, so it was, it's fascinating to think about where we'll be in another decade. Uh, but uh, to your point, uh, there's much more to come uh, in the near term to medium term as well. Uh, This has been an excellent discussion, Chris, but I I think this is a a good stopping point. So uh, let's leave it there. But uh, once again, thank you for joining the podcast and and sharing your insights. We really appreciate it.
2: My pleasure. Thank you so much. Of course.
1: In times like these, it's crucial to stay informed. Transport Topics is offering all the information you need to make business decisions in these unprecedented times. And in the wake of the many event cancellations and group gatherings, TT ensures a virtual way to consume business content and conversation. To join the conversation and stay ahead of the news, follow Transport Topics on all social outlets or by visiting ttn.ws
2: forward slash stay informed.
1: Next on Road Signs, we're excited to welcome Andrew Johnson, Chief Marketing Officer at PrePass Safety Alliance. Thanks for joining us, Andrew. A pleasure to be here. Now, PrePass, of course, is a provider of waystation bypass and toll management services for the trucking industry. But you've also introduced fleet management software to help your customers better utilize all this data that you're collecting. But before we get into that, could you briefly explain the PrePass waystation bypass service and how it works for anyone who might not be familiar with it? Sure. It's... uh... It's, it's a simple
3: concept, really. The program was created 25 years ago to address an issue both enforcement and carriers shared. And uh, that was making enforcement at way scales more efficient by focusing on carriers most likely to have issues. Uh, the way it works today is that a carrier qualifies for service based on their ISS score or inspection selection system score. Then uh, as the truck approaches the weigh station, the driver receives an alert that the scale uh, is approaching and then moves into the right lane. In uh, in some locations, there is a weigh-in motion scale in the main line. This, uh, and so that data and then other credential data transmits to the weigh station and then a signal of bypass or pull-in is sent back to the driver. Now, I should say, uh, even with this service, there's a random pull in. So it doesn't mean uh, just because you're a PrePass customer, you're going to bypass 100% of the time. I should also state that technology has evolved over the years. Uh, PrePass still offers a transponder, which is the most reliable um, communication method and also provides for toll payment services. But we also offer a Bypass app, and that provides integration with an ELD. Um, access to additional locations, and also uh, safety um, alert messages.
1: Yeah. And shifting back to the discussion about data analytics, uh, PrePass introduced its Inform software several years ago, uh, really to help fleets better understand the factors that are influencing their ISS uh, score that you referenced earlier. Again, this is a score used by safety inspectors to determine which trucks to inspect and uh, which to approve for weigh station bypass. Uh, So what kinds of business insights can trucking companies gain from this kind of data? Uh, Could you provide some examples of the kind of trends that your customers can identify through this information? Sure. Um, Inform, Inform Safety essentially provides
3: visualizations and metrics to help carriers improve safety. But what's unique about Inform is that it's based upon interactions with state enforcement. So carriers can use... The dashboards to find trends relating to inspections and violations, and then how these trends affect their safety scores. Um, as an example, we have uh, one large carrier that identified a greater likelihood of brake inspections at a specific site. Now, these uh, these insights provide opportunities for driver and technician training, um, and in this case, they were able to reduce violations by. Uh, by focusing on breaks during their pre-trips um, on that route. So the tool um, is not designed to replace current safety data tools, but to complement them. And what's so cool, or also cool about this, is it's included with our regular bypass service.
1: In addition to uh, bypass, um, you know, as you mentioned, uh, you know, we're, you're also providing a similar analytics platform on tolling, uh, which enables your fleet customers to analyze toll spending and uh, maybe detect some unusual activity. Uh, so, how can that information translate to better overall toll management and more efficient operations?
3: Well, what's um, what's really exciting here is that for the first time, carriers now have data from most of the toll agencies that they're that they're dealing with in one location. So, imagine receiving detailed toll bills from ten different agencies and then trying to locate overcharges and reconcile all these bills. It's it's actually kind of crazy. Um, now, as part, of our, as part of our toll service, we work directly with these toll agencies and then consolidate the billing and the data. So informed tolling software allows companies to identify cost trends, including drivers racking up tolls, um, max toll charges, and even fraudulent charges. These events can be uh, set up as alerts. So you are um, instantly notified of suspicious activity. Then when you find a dispute, you can submit this into the system
1: and then PrePass manages it from there. Yeah. And looking at the industry more broadly, you know, I'd say that some trucking companies now are just collecting an absolutely massive amount of data on their operations. So really the challenge now is no longer accessing data, but finding the right ways to actually utilize it. So at PrePass, how do you think about that challenge of identifying the most important information and presenting it to the right person at the right time so they can actually use that information to make better business decisions? That's, that's, a, that's a great question. Um, and, and I think you're, you're spot on there. It,
3: it, can take, um, it can take a full-time data specialist or multiple data specialists to run reports and analyze all the information. And the problem is it takes time and sometimes you don't ask the right questions. It's, it's like you don't, you don't know what you, what you don't know. So we've tried very hard to create visualization dashboards where you can take a 1,000-foot view and then drill down when needed. Whether it's Inform or other data tools, it's important to be able to spot trends and outliers quickly. Um, for example, uh, we've set up an alerting system so customers can create triggers, say, for tolls on an unassigned transponder, or charges over a certain dollar amount. So I think you know, I think data is great, but you have to determine what you really want to know and the easiest way to get that information delivered.
1: And again, uh, looking across the industry, technology adoption in transportation and you know, trucking has really expanded by leaps and bounds over the years. Uh, but one common problem is that a company's data sometimes becomes siloed or disconnected because they're using multiple software platforms from multiple companies and they're not connected in an optimal way. Uh, so how do you work with your customers to integrate PrePass with their other systems, whether it's in the back office or in the cab? Well, Seth, uh, the problem, the problem today is
3: that different technologies are still uh, built on a variety of platforms and many of them are legacy. And this is, um, yeah, and, and this, and this is why data analysis tools like Power BI, uh, Tableau, our big business. in in many cases, companies are look are using hooks, um, maybe Zapier, to connect data between systems or to create different workflows that they may need. But again, um, we're looking at, at where data can enhance the decision process when used with another set of data. And I don't think this, um, this silo problem is going to go away anytime soon. You know, I'm, I'm a marketing guy, as you know, and I can tell you that there are over... 8,000 different marketing solutions available today. And integrating the specific tools you need is often important. Companies need systems and data that meet their specific needs. So it, it's kind of like, um, I kind of see it as, as a Lego approach, right? Um, and and it really, really relies on open technology platforms and software connections then between those systems. For PrePass, we see the biggest opportunity for integration within the cab and drivers, um, drivers don't want multiple devices telling them what to do. So we've developed integrations with leading ELDs and um, and recently we integrated with Garmin. So drivers can receive uh, way station bypass alerts within their navigation device. This eliminates the need to look at two different devices in the cab. And also then I think that, that by doing that, you're also, we're also addressing a safety issue. So perhaps, um, you know where does this go in the future perhaps perhaps those alerts can 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 be integrated into a smartwatch or something else but but we'll have to see what happens i think it i think at the end of the day
1: it's all about making the driving experience um easier and simpler for the driver yeah i think that's a great segue to my next question you know as as you know um and anybody in the trucking industry knows um our industry has really struggled uh, over the years to recruit and retain enough professional drivers and um, right now that challenge is perhaps tougher than it's ever been you know when you see so many industries out there competing for labor and uh, if you're having a hard time recruiting of course it becomes even more important to make sure that your current drivers are happy and productive so how much does Station bypass play into that you know obviously drivers save time if they don't need to pull in for an inspection uh, but can you quantify just how much of a difference that can make for a driver over time? Okay. Um, it, it's 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 funny you ask that because we
3: just um, completed a yearly carrier survey and, and we asked drivers and we, and we do this every year, but we asked them again. Um, we asked drivers and then also employers to rate the importance of different driver benefits. And they they rate them on a scale. And then they're, they're basically we have a top 10 list or whatever. But at the top of the list was uh, was pay followed by time at home, and then consistently, and again, this year, year over year, um, having a way station bypass service provided uh, came in third place, and um, after that was type of equipment and then medical insurance and then, you know, on on down the line. So drivers really view bypassing as a benefit, and many carriers um, will then use this in their recruiting efforts. Now, when we talk about quantifying the bypass, drivers save on average... Um, about eight to ten minutes per per bypass. So, um, but but more importantly, it reduces uncertainty in their trip because they could get detained for forty five minutes. It's just it's it's a gamble. You don't know. You pull in the way station and you might run right through, or you might get pulled in and then you're there for forty five minutes. Right. So by uh, by reducing the uncertainty, it reduces stress. Right. Um, and. I believe that anything that helps reduce this stress is a benefit to the driver. And then really, um, you know, you could take that out and say you're reducing stress for the driver. You're really improving the roadway for everybody at that point.
1: You know, some other big trends that we, we've been seeing in software development, you know, not only in trucking, but really across many industries, include this move toward predictive analytics uh, to use data more proactively, uh, as well as AI and machine learning to help identify trends and, streamlined business processes so I'm just kind of curious uh, how you see those trends playing out in our industry uh, in the years ahead yeah that's a great question um, let me let me start by saying
3: you know I'm, I'm not an IT professional so I, I can't speak to the technology development specifically but but we do know intuitively that computers are continually getting smarter and we as humans um, we as humans make decisions based on our past experience but we may also make decisions based on perception or gut feel, maybe even a guess, right? Um, Basically, when we look at all the fancy terms, computers make decisions based on data. So when we're talking about a learning or a predictive decision, it is the the, um, sophistication of the computer to be able to make a decision based on uh, past data trends. So what does this mean for the future? I, I think... Um, I think for simple, simple decisions, like say the timing of a PM or in our case, disputing an incorrect toll charge, we'll see um, increased automation and accuracy, but trucking is still, um, it's still a people business. So for more complex decisions where there are non-data factors, there should still be humans involved. Um, So, Seth, did you happen to read or or hear about this um, Amazon driver bot? Oh, yeah, a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I I wanted to bring this up here because recently, you know, I read this article, I think it was just last week about how Amazon evaluates and potentially fires contract drivers by bot. Um, The driver essentially just receives an email letting them know they're fired. Well, of course, there's been problems with this, including drivers being um, being fired for things that were not their fault. So. From, from this perspective, I guess, you know, you have to ask, what does this do to the people side of your business? Does it have an effect on people considering driving for Amazon? I think, I, I think this comes back around to the fact that as data becomes more prolific, it's easy to just rely on it 100%. But it will be important as we move forward to maintain the person connection as well as be able to then to make human decisions based on data.
1: Well, yeah, I think you certainly make a great point about uh, you know, the continued need for the, the human touch, especially in an industry like freight transportation that, you know, like you said, is so much built on uh, trust between you know, drivers, carriers, shippers, uh, logistics providers. Um, you know, that really is the uh, foundation of the business. Uh, before I let you go, Andrew, I'd like to hear any final thoughts you may have on the future of data analytics uh, in our industry. You know, what do you think data-driven fleet management will look like, say, 10 years from now? Ten 10 years is a long
3: time. So um, you know, it's hard to say, and, and I can't, I don't, I don't know. 10, 10 years is a long time, but it, but it's hard to say with with the advancements um, in automation where we'll be. I, I think the underlying issue though, and and you mentioned it in the beginning, is that data is increasing and our ability to process data is improving. So with the speed of technology today, I'd say we will have a much more automation of processes. And then also, I would say as a result of all this automation, um, the employee skill sets that are needed um, and the ways we operate a trucking business will be different than it is today. So I think an obvious implication is that employees and even drivers will need to be more technically astute. And some of the jobs we think of today will become more technically focused. Um, I think, um, I, and, and to be honest, I think this is true of trucking, but it's just, I, I think we, we could say the
1: same thing about the general overall economy. Yeah, uh, will certainly be fascinating to watch in the years ahead. And uh, this has been a really good conversation, Andrew, but I think we reached a good stopping point here. So uh, thanks again for joining the podcast and, and sharing your insights. Thanks, Seth. Appreciate it. You bet.
0: Did you know you can ask Alexa to open Transport Topics? In just one minute, you will hear the biggest trucking headlines of that day. Be prepared and start your morning off right with Transport Topics.
1: Before we close, let's take a moment to go back to our original question. How can data science make trucking operations smarter, safer, and more efficient? As you've heard during this episode, data analytics permeates every facet of fleet management, from safety performance and driver retention, to vehicle maintenance and even weigh station bypass. Predictive analytics and machine learning are helping companies translate their data into business intelligence, leading to improved fleet management practices, better business decisions, and a more proactive stance on safety. Moving forward, these advances in data science will enable fleets to gain more value from the technologies they've already deployed in the back office and on the vehicle. If you've enjoyed this episode of Road Science, please let others know. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If my questions have sparked questions of your own, share them with me and the Road Signs team. You can email us at share at ttnews.com. We'll read them and respond daily. And of course, we'll be back in two weeks with a fresh episode of Road Signs. Until then, I'm Seth Clevenger. Thank you for listening.
0: Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you.